the Bible Study Podcast, episode 880. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Zechariah with chapter 2. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with this book of Zechariah. One of the things that's interesting about the book of Zechariah is it's a little different format than many of these other prophets we have looked at because it's got much more of this imagery, much more of the imagery you would find, for instance, in the book of Revelation. And so it's got these visions that Zechariah is seeing, and we get another one today here. Zechariah 2, a man with a measuring line. Then I looked up, and there before me was a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked, where are you going? He answered me, to measure Jerusalem, to find out how wide and how long it is. When the angel who was speaking to me was leaving, another angel came to meet me and said to him, run, tell that young man, Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and animals in it. And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Come, come, flee from the land of the north, declares the Lord, for I have scattered you to the four winds of heaven, declares the Lord. Come, Zion, escape you who live in daughter Babylon. For this is what the Lord Almighty says, After the glorious one has sent me against the nations that have plundered you, for whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye, I will surely raise my hand against them so that their slaves will plunder them. Then you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me, Shout and be glad, daughter Zion, for I am coming, and I will live among you, declares the Lord. Many nations will be joined with the Lord in that day, and will become my people. I will live among you, and you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. The Lord will inherit Zion, the Lord will inherit Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and will again choose Jerusalem. Be still before the Lord, all mankind, because he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. So again, the prophet here is seeing this vision, this vision of a man who is measuring Jerusalem to find out how big it is. And he's finding out how big it is because it's it's not big enough. Because there needs to be a bigger city, God says, because he's gathering people, right? He's gathering the people, but also there's this mention of other nations we'll get to in a little bit here. But A city without walls is going to be built. Now, there's a lot of imagery here in Zechariah. So when we see things like God is building a city with walls and he's going to be a wall of fire around it, that is an image, not something that we would go there if we had a camera and see a picture of a wall of fire or a city without walls. Because in fact, we know that Nehemiah, when he went back in this time period, rebuilt the walls. They rebuilt the temple and they also rebuilt the walls. So he's talking about something else here, and he's using this city without walls and the great number of people and animals here as a way of telling us something else. And whenever we have this style of prophecy, it's a little less clear. It's a little less clear than, you know, a lot of the prophets we had before the Babylonian captivity who were saying either repent or judgment is coming. That was pretty clear, and it was intended to be clear, but this is less clear. The other thing that's less clear about this one is we're certainly talking in the time period of the end of the Babylonian captivity, and Babylon is mentioned by name, escape you who live in daughter Babylon. But 
we also get that in that day. And whenever you hear that phrase, in that day, I would encourage you to think that perhaps we're looking forward in time from where we are instead of backwards towards the time of the prophet. Because usually that phrase, in that day, is talking about the day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord is that, that day that has not come yet, when things are made right, when, when God's plans are revealed, when Jesus comes back, all of that kind of stuff. And so when we look at this, I think there's two things going on. One, it's, it's talking about the reestablishment of Jerusalem now, but it also seems to be applying, talking about something that's going to happen later in that day. When many nations will be joined with the Lord in that day and become my people. I will live among you and you will know the Lord Almighty has sent me. The Lord will inherit Judah as his portion of the Holy Land will again choose Jerusalem. And so I'm seeing this as, now there's a couple different ways you could see this. One is many nations will be joined with the Lord in that day. One of the times that that happens is clearly through the coming of Christ that brings that second covenant that extends the promises that God made to Israel to a different people or an extended people of God that includes me also and includes many of you who would not be included if it were just for people who were Jewish. And so we can certainly see that in the day of Jesus that God was coming to Jerusalem, that God was extending that nation. And then we can also look forward to a day when that is made more perfect. Okay? Uh, the Lord be stilled before the Lord all mankind because he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. Now, the other thing we need to understand, too, is that when we talk about Babylon, Babylon is used as a city, as a place that happened, a city that was in a country that was. And it's also used metaphorically. And so, for instance, if we jump ahead to Revelation, we can also see God talking about in the end days and Babylon. Well, we don't think that that's really the Babylon that we were talking about in the Old Testament. And so Babylon is used metaphorically for these people that stood against the people of God. And so when it says, escape from you who live in daughter Babylon, we could be talking about back in Zechariah's day, literally come out of Babylon and come back to the Holy Lands. Or we could be talking about come out from the people who were opposing God and come back to the people of God. And that would be looking forward. It doesn't have to be that I choose one or I choose the other. A passage in the Bible doesn't always just have to be read one way. It, I don't know if you have discovered this, but when you go back to the Bible later on and read the same passage that meant nothing to you or meant something to you, it may mean something different when you are in a different place. And I think many times, especially in these more um, poetic versions of prophecy, they're meant to be read in different fashions at different times. And so I'm not trying to choose between is this written to the people of God in the time of Zechariah or is it written to us and the people in the future who are the people of God? I don't have to choose between the two. I think the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And God continues to speak through the prophets in that day, but also to us who are many generations later.
And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.